Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bob's Tavern, live from said tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. I'm your bartender, Don. And I'm your bartender, Dave. And this is Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that is all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. And it has been quite a battleground. And with lots of news and things coming into the game, uh, there's much to talk about. But before we do that, let's first make a toast to those that help bring the show, our patrons over at patreon.bobstavern.pub. Here's a toast to the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead. So how's everybody's week been? It's been pretty awesome for me, I guess. Uh, it's been my first week doing full-time streaming, so that's been exciting. Uh, then we had Thursday was my birthday, and the progression and uh, achievement system came out. Uh, and got to play my first uh, Battleground series, uh, like tournament matches for the THL Battleground series. So uh, no, we played two lobbies, so I took actually second and then third, so feel pretty pretty good about that that was that was exciting um but it's been a busy week so also tiring at the same time but i feel like there's been like a lot that's changed but then also things that haven't changed that i feel like we're going to talk about yeah how how are you feeling and and i know i know dave you also participated in the event how are we feeling about the uh, like how these battlegrounds tournaments are like organized, um, slotted. Do you feel like a game where there's a lot of RNG in the meta and a lot of it's going to fall on like who you play and whether or not you keep playing the same people over and over? Do you feel like that prevents, uh, some? outcomes that would be more consistent i guess like do you feel like there's still a lot of skill or i guess as much skill required or can you get away with just being lucky enough to to win the matchups uh i want to hear what dave says first but i definitely have some opinions about that (laughs) concerning like about concerning like how we play battlegrounds and like yeah. our, our play our like how we approach it based on like what we do when we see getting we're getting the same people over and over well, type of thing. Th- the reason I say that is because that's always been the one thing that I've been concerned about in terms of like professional like competitive battlegrounds is that when you're facing one other person, it's kind of like your skills and the RNG that comes with the game yeah. versus their skills and the RNG that comes with the game. Sometimes you're just going to lose those games. It just happens. But it does show a lot of decision making in that process. Whereas in Battlegrounds, we've all been in those games where you just face the same, like you you don't face like half of the lobby. It's like you just keep cycling through the same four people over and over and over. And that's where I start to wonder, like, does Battlegrounds as a competitive idea make sense when there is so much that's still kind of RNG focused. Um, 
I don't know. This meta specifically is really weird. I have no clue how to play this meta. I, I also played on Fridays in the THLBG series. Uh, Dawn and I were in separate lobbies. We didn't actually fake go um, up against each other, but I, I had like the complete opposite results. I ended up getting tied for last, which was seventh and eighth, uh, both rounds. And granted, uh, I made a lot of mistakes and a lot of things I shouldn't have done. Um, but and I, I felt absolutely awful after playing them. Honestly, I didn't feel like I I felt like I barely got to play. I think one I think one lobby I was out by turn nine. I was out before I got to before I got to tavern tier four. Like it was brutal. I just couldn't. I just I overvalued certain things, and it and it hurt me. But it's okay. So, I, I guess my feeling is that, personally to me, I think now the meta does feel a bit more balanced to me. And I think balanced metas, and we've had this in standard as well, but to me, balanced metas usually are some of the most difficult to play in. Because it really becomes that just rock, paper, scissors, and it doesn't feel like, you know oh, let's say you're playing Mage, and Mage has a great matchup against this other deck. So when you see that, you're like, oh, cool, these are, I get all these wins. And and I don't feel like we're seeing that right now. Uh, and I, I feel like that makes it really difficult to play because now that elementals are not in every single lobby, like especially the lobbies you play where there's no elementals, then, you, you know, people have kind of gotten used to playing elementals. Like, oh, I just have to take all the elementals. And now you can't do that. So now I'd say, oh, well, now I have to shift how I think and play differently. Uh, and, you know, when when there are so many different strategies that can be good, that makes it difficult. And see, I would disagree in one area and and we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. But the the short end of it is I feel like it's balanced until you get hit for 35 and you die instantly. And that's, to me, I, I feel like I lose more turns, I lose more games that way than being whittled down. It's like, oh, okay, doing well, doing well, doing well, doing well. Get to like Tavern Tier 4. I just got hit for 32 points of damage and now I'm dead. And it's like, how do, like, how do I, what do I do with that? Like, how do I get around that? And I'm, I have a very clear understanding as to how it's happening. Uh, I'll give you two hints, Sneeds and Boat. Um, yeah. I'm, I was going to say dumpstered. Omu and Galakrond. <laughs> well, Omu, Omu well, is another one, but yeah. that's kind of not a big deal. Um, but, Sneeds, and, Sneeds and Boat have been notorious for me taking excessive damage when it literally comes up to a coin flip where it's like, okay, either they could have had, if the boat dies early, it's less effective. If the boat is the last thing to die and it gives five and six drops only, then I wind up taking way more damage than I should. But again, we'll, we'll get into that later. I, I'm just wondering, I was more wondering on the idea of, you know, if I'm playing in a lobby with a couple of folks and I, you know, if, if there's seven people that I'm facing and I only face five of those people and the other two 
somehow managed to just like skate past and I'm facing like the top player or the top two players every single round. Like I've been in those lobbies and they never feel good. So I would just imagine. I agree with that. When there's like money on the line, that could be very annoying. Yeah, I don't think there's money on the line for us, but I also know that I was playing with like some extremely good players. Like, I don't see. I don't know how well known some players are, but I know that Lil, I was playing a lobby with Lil Nanko, and apparently they are an extremely strong BGs player. And they didn't even take top four in one of our games. They got like sixth place or something in a game, and they they won. I think they won lobby one yeah. round one. And and but then we played one without yeah. elementals, and that was the second lobby was without elementals, and I had no clue what to do. And and I don't want to make it sound like I didn't participate in this event. Um, I don't want to sure. make it sound like it doesn't matter if you're facing good people or bad people. Like there's definitely yeah. still skill in the game. Hundred percent. I just yeah. wonder. It has to feel bad when you know. Hey, Slissa's, you know playing in this event with me. Oh, wow, she's really good. How come I faced her four times this game? And there's like five other people that I have yet to, to match yeah. up against, which I, I know that that's yeah. not possible. I know that like <clears throat> they have reset timers and stuff, but in my mind, I feel like they need to go to like the Tetris algorithm and say like, you will not face, you won't face the same person three times until you have faced everybody at least once. And like that, it, it's one of those weird algorithms that makes sense if you know how algorithms work, but just trying to explain it. Like basically you would always face someone new until like you face everybody once. And then after that, it, it like varies, but let's, let's just d- dive into this. Cause I feel like, we're going to have a lot to talk about later on, but the 19.0 patch notes were announced and then dropped the next day. That was a very quick turnaround for them. And there wasn't a lot of Battlegrounds news, but there were some things that happened. So we're going to cover it. The biggest thing was uh, Queen Wagtoggle, who, as we were talking last week, was slowly climbing to the top of the ladder and was crushing was crushing folks has been removed from the hero pool. And I want to just ask why so soon? Why so quick? Like, it seems that Pogo Jandis was around for a while. Tyrion was around for a while. This didn't last a week. Is this is this a do we think it's like a change in how reactive they are to feels bad or do we think that they just didn't calculate things as well as they thought they did? I'm actually not sure. Might be a I mean I know that she was maybe. Hmm. I don't know. How how often were you seeing her? Not, I mean, I don't feel like I was seeing her all the time, which is I, the I got to. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I got to play her, and she felt really strong. Like all you had to do was pick like three or minions of three or four different <laughs> types, and just press the hero power every time. And 
you were getting plus eight plus four if you had four like i i mean that giving that amount of stats for one for one uh coin is really worth it in the early games you're not gonna hero power as much though that's the thing like a lot of early game turns you you don't have that extra you don't have that extra gold if uh, unless you're going to take more of a rafam thing where you where you do it where you do it on two and you kind of mess up your you kind of take a different path of leveling here here's the problem that i have it isn't that like i i honestly yeah she was good i don't think that she was unbeatable and i don't think that she was absolutely busted I feel like they could have just reverted her her stats or, you know, drop, you know, do something with it to make it a little bit easier, make it cost one extra or something like that. I feel like they didn't even try on this one. They were like, well, no, let's just whoops, let's just remove that and then we'll we'll do some more work on it. And that's why I think that it was kind of an oversight that it wasn't like uh you know, we we tried this. We we wanted to really get some testing out on it, and we really feel like this is what would work. And then, oh, it turns out it was too strong. So now we're going to keep testing it. And and I don't know. I haven't heard any official word from the developers. There may be something out there, but I yeah. feel like when pogos were a problem, it took them over a month to get pogos out. When Tyrion was a problem, it was like three, four weeks before they fixed that problem. This was literally like five days. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that makes me wonder if it's more kind of a combination of all of it. Like, that they are just trying to be a little bit more proactive in that and not let it go so long. Uh, I don't know. I'm... I wonder if they just didn't think that Menagerie was going to be as popular or as good as it is. Because Menagerie has gotten way better in a lot of the lobbies that we see. I just... Unnerving Unnerving light thing. Yeah, like, I can't believe that because they buffed every single Menagerie, like, minion other than the jars. Like... If, you, yeah. if you're going to buff everything and then be like, oh, we had no idea that Menagerie was so strong. I was like, no, you literally did this so that Menagerie would be stronger. Yeah. At least so it would seem. So I don't know. Maybe they should have just not changed her and just changed all the Menagerie stuff that they did. And maybe she would have been better because of the changes to all the minions. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. agree there. Absolutely. Well, that's not the only new change. We also have a new hero, uh, Silas Darkmoon, which has the hero passive. Come one, come all. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain how this works because I understand how it works, but it is such a weird like way to do this. So every time Bob's Tavern refreshes there will be a chance that one or two of the minions in the tavern at random will have a dark moon ticket. If you get those minions and once you've collected three tickets, you get to discover a minion from that tavern tier. So in a lot of ways, it is like um, Kelthos meets 
like Rat King meets like all of these other minions that Elise. are just like it, there's so much yeah. randomness going on that some people will think that it's good and some people will think that it's bad. I tend to lean on the it's quite in the middle, you know, camp where I've I've played it and gotten, you know, top four. I've played it and died first. A lot of it just depends on what what you do find in those balance or in those uh those tickets. But have either one of y'all gotten to play this? Nope. No. My my teammate did in our match. Um so I got to spectate most of her rounds uh as Silas and she just kind of was going through like I I was just kind of trying to pick up uh how at least she played it. Um, and it seemed like she wasn't going out of her way to necessarily pick up tickets. Um, but she did get a couple of, but she did get a couple, uh, of discovers in the game. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept for sure. I like it. Um, just because it's like, it kind of gives you another way to play if you want to, like, if you kind of have a lot of your minions and that you really want, but you can go for discovers like later in the game i feel like it can be pretty good late and also can have some spots in the middle it just depends on if it gives it just obviously depends on the discovers like like you mentioned pretty middle of the road i like it though so the feelings that i have are very like analytical on this one early game i feel like this is bad because your resources are limited. Your odds of getting a minion from that tavern tier are higher. So basically you're you're risking more than what it's worth to receive. But in the late game, I feel like it can be a stronger option as one, it's guaranteeing that you get your pick of three minions from a higher tavern tier for the cost of nine gold when often you're buying minions to kind of buff other minions. Uh, like if you have a salty looter and you know, now every pirate seems kind of worth buying just because it's going to buff salty looter. Even if you go and sell it right after that, uh, if you have not cave Hydra, but if you have the pack leader, then you know, any beast is going to be decent. Um, if you have Dependabot, you know, every mech's going to be okay. So it's like there's there's ways that this works and doesn't work kind of in, in at the same time. I think this is another menagerie hero. Like, it's designed to just grab what's good and run with it and hope you're, you know, getting tickets on it. But... At the end of the day, the cards that you see are always going to be a better option than the cards that you don't see. So spending effectively nine gold for a pick three doesn't seem worth it. I think if they drop this down to maybe two, then maybe better. But I I just don't see... I don't like the randomness of this. And I also don't like the fact that the number of tickets available each turn or each uh, board differ 
how sometimes it's one and sometimes it's two. And the animations are a little wonky. Sometimes I've actually picked the wrong minion because, like, when the board was, like, shuffling out, it looked like one of the little tentacles that were coming off of one appeared on a different card, so I immediately grabbed it. And when I noticed nothing happened and I looked in the card next to it, had the tentacles on it, I was like, you son of a... And then it was just like, all right, this sucks. Uh, so, yeah, I I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I don't think that it's bad, but at the same time, I don't think that it's... I think that there are stronger strategies out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's different. <laughs> there still feels like a clear divide between what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm. And in like, in the and there's still like, I don't know, I don't know where that line is right now. I I have I don't have the tears pulled up, but I could kind of give you a general sense of like Omu, like Omu. Every time I see Omu, I'm picking Omu, regardless, no matter else who's in there, I'm picking Omu. Omu and Galakrond. Omu is in Omu Galakrond. I I I pick Galakrond. I pick Omu. I love Elise. I think Elise is awesome. Um, Millhouse is cool. Rafam. I'm not these are all tier twos. But then like even some of the I tier mean, the twos only tier one are is pretty, feel pretty she bad. Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but she's yeah, but she doesn't exist in the game, so yeah. Galakron is great. I, I my I need to refine my strategy with Galakron, but I love I love playing Galakron. Yeah. There's a there's a lot But everyone else feels bad. Yeah, there's a lot to figure out and, and we're gonna take some time to to kind of talk about what we've been doing, but we've got two other topics to go through. Um, the next one being the progression and reward system. The new version is now online, which includes quests for battlegrounds inside of the progression and inside of the rewards track. I... I know everyone else is like excited about it because now there's more there's actual quests that you can complete for battleground stuff. I'm bitter because I'm a batter, a battlegrounds only player at this point. And in the 5 days that we've had this system, I've had two battlegrounds quests including my rerolls. So, it's better cuz before we didn't have any, but I still feel like I feel like right now there's so much stuff happening in Hearthstone as a whole in the Hearthstone ecosystem that if you're not standard ladder or duels you're getting snubbed. And duels make sense because it's the new game mode. Um the the like quest that was play 50 corrupt cards means you have to play duels. Like I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." But there, there's that a lot going even on. Be, that's not even possible. That's not even possible until the set comes out, exactly. unless they magically allowed you to play there, cards. Yeah, yeah, you can find new cards in the the buckets and stuff right now in duels. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I just haven't played duels in the last couple of days. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like there, they will. I feel like there's a lot of negativity around this system. There are people that play the game a lot that are saying they're getting less gold. There are people that don't play the game that much saying they're getting more gold, so they're happy. Um, yeah. Which I don't know how those 
two things can be equal, so, but sure. Uh, it's be- I think it's because people were completing daily quests, and so it feels like you're getting more gold. Like, and um, so the people who are getting their thousand gold game on on playing standard, like they're getting that, but then they're also like they might maybe not necessarily getting a lot of extra gold based on their part in the track. Like early on in the track, you get like three hundred gold, I think, almost straight away if you play. So like the players who are maybe not playing as much are getting that type of boost, and so they're thinking, oh, we're getting more gold. I don't know the actual numbers. Apparently, you are supposed to be getting more gold overall, even if it's just a little bit more. But I, I don't know for sure. I don't keep. I have not kept track of my gold since the new stuff came out. The, I feel the other. Go ahead, Don. I was gonna say. I feel like I have seen people on like. There is no middle ground. It feels like there's like two spectrums. There are the people that yeah, you love, love this and th- yeah, and think you're getting more. And there's people that are like, this is terrible. This is not better for people. And it's like, there is just, it does not feel like anybody is in between. And it's like, I, I don't know yet, but. I just want to see the numbers. <laughs> but I, I feel like people have been putting out numbers, but it's like, it seems like people are putting out different numbers. So I don't know how everybody's getting different numbers when it should just be math and there shouldn't be differences, but. If, if yes. you play Hearthstone between 3 and 4 a.m. while hopping on one foot blindfolded, you get twice as you much gold this. as you would get before. And it's like, yeah. wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is add up the amount of gold that you get from the track. And and then you can and say and then you just put in a set number of gold per day that you would get from doing your wins or winning in, in any game mode. Like so if you put max gold the problem is, is that it's hard to judge based on how much people were getting in previous expansions. So, so in terms of battlegrounds, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this to combine the la- the sure. two things here. Sure. The problem that I have is progression means nothing in terms of battlegrounds. It is literally a number that just says I play this game a lot. Look how much I've played this game. Some people like that. Some people want to see that number as high as physically possible. Cool. The problem is everything else that requires gold, everything else gives you the ability to buy packs, customize stuff, do all this fun stuff, except for Battlegrounds and Arena, where the only thing that you can do is get your Battlegrounds perks. And does... Do the Battlegrounds perks not... They don't even come with arena tickets anymore. So it's just like... my yeah, that, the that re- part's sad. The reward system is pay $15 or spend three months of gold grinding playing Battlegrounds only to, to do nothing. Like, I have not purchased any packs this season... And I've only played Battlegrounds, and I have 900 gold to show for it. That's it. And if you're going to tell me that the Tavern Pass is $15, or sorry, the Battleground Perks are $15 or 2,000 gold, I feel like as much as I play Battlegrounds, 
I should be able to at least make the 2000 gold to get that perk. If, if we're saying that Battlegrounds players should have access to the ability to get to that point just off of Battlegrounds, if, if they're saying that's not what they want, then they need to make the, ta- the Battlegrounds pass cheaper. Because, I'm sorry, $15, yes, it's not $20, yes, I'm going to wind up spending the money on the 17th because playing with I've tried playing with just two hero options and it sucks, like four hero options every time. But at the same time, it feels so stingy. Like, the entire system as a whole for Battlegrounds players just feels stingy. And I don't like it. Like, I'm not so angry that I'm not going to play the game. But to me, it's like, I I just ignore it. Because it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to make enough gold off of it to to benefit me. So I don't even care about it. I'm just going to play Battlegrounds like I've been playing Battlegrounds. Rant over. <laughs> I I really don't even know like what else I could add on top of that. It's it feels like it like the people who have played only arena in the past, like because for a long time people that have only played arena kind of said a lot of those same things. The rewards, you know, need need to be a little better. There needs to be more like reason to want to play arena. Um, And I'd even argue that the battlegrounds stuff is even worse than the arena, like in terms of rewards and what you can get from it, which is pretty sad. I, I mean, I agree with pretty much what you guys both said. I don't really have much to add, sadly. Yeah. Well, before we go into the last topic, I want to remind everybody that we talk about this stuff all throughout the week. We share our wins and our losses, and we do that using our Discord. If you want access to that, there's a link in the show notes. We're more than happy to have you. Um, Absolutely free, but we're approaching a year of... Bob's Tavern, a year of battlegrounds and and battle groundings. And I'm excited for that year. But I am also excited in how much battlegrounds has grown in the last year. But that said, I think that this this whole patch, this whole thing has shown that there's a reason why the beta flag is still on it. Like there's just so many little things that are aggravating. And one could argue that the entire Hearthstone game should be in beta because it seems like there's a lot of stuff that's like breaking and bugging. And, I'm sure a client revamp is somewhere on their list. But at the same time, if they said, hey, we're not going to release any new expansions, you know, next year and we're going to just do quality of life improvements, everybody would revolt and be angry. So that said, I will quell my anger. I will try to continue to understand that there are developers that are working really hard 
to make this game what it is and that the community more than anything is why I continue to play this game and be able to talk to all of y'all, you know, on a weekly basis. That said, let's get into the final topic. Why is this meta so freaking hard? I want to know what everyone is doing, what has been successful, what hasn't been successful. I'm just interested. I want to know. It's not just the bartenders here. I've heard from folks who have basically said I've had to stop playing Battlegrounds because it's making me angry how bad I'm getting dumpstered on. So let's start with you Dave, what are you doing in Battlegrounds? What seems to be working for you? What doesn't seem to be working for you? I wish I... I, I My question is your question. <laughs> I wish I had some good answer of, oh, this is working for me. I think... I, I don't know. I'm really learning how to play Battlegrounds pretty much all over again at this point, it feels like. Like, every time I go to play. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten first the only two first place games I've gotten in this entire uh, cycle span from Skolomance on was with Ragnaros, two wins on Rag. And I think they both involved putting putting tons of buffs on Cyclone and Bronze Warden like one of them did, at least I know for a fact. <laughs> so. I don't know. It's just been really tough. Like I love, pl- I there was a portion where I was loving battlegrounds. I was getting top fours, thirds, second places. Like, and maybe it's just because I had a really bad time on Friday that I'm just kind of clouding my my like judgment of my enjoyment of battlegrounds. Like, I don't know. Like I played a, a mech game with George where I had double Iron Sensei with with Sneeds. Uh, Deflecto, Egg, and I got fifth. Then I played a Galakron game where I was, where I eventually got to the point where I was building up um, Elementals, and I got eighth. Like, and I Rafam game, double Executus, Party Elemental, Wildfire, and a thirty twenty four. Like, I had a good board, but I only got fifth. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's it's getting to be a struggle again. Well, you see, what you got to do first is you've got to lose on a brand new account a ton of times and then start winning. And then you'll become number one in North America. (laughs) And for those that don't know what I'm referring to right now, the leader on the leaderboards, the account is called Test MMR. And it's literally been an experiment where someone just tanked their MMR at the start. And then proceeded to win and like basically climbed, just started dominating the MMR ladder. So that's it. I would not suggest anyone do that. I'm sure that they'll patch this at some point. At some point. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think that the I mean the hero picks are such a different ballpark now. Uh just looking at HS replay for the first time in a long time, there are a lot of heroes that were tier one that are now tier four. Um, Zephyrus, tier four. Chenvala, still tier four. AFK, tier four. Brand, tier four. 
Illidan, tier four. Um, Hook Tusk, tier four. And then Edwin Van, I think I said Edwin Van Cleef already, but yeah, tier four. Alex Straza, tier four. The Curator, tier four. Rat King, Pyramid. All of these heroes that seem like they were... Silas is four. Yeah, all of these heroes that seem like they were good are now trash. Who's at the top? Galakron, Elise, Alakir, Omu, Ragnaros, Lich King. Those names seem familiar. Milhouse, George, those are still the same. Rafam, and... Always there. Yeah. And like Maleficent and Kelthos and Ysera. I think the biggest part of this is that there needs to be like going into it. You can't just run on your old strategies like the heroes that were bad that were must avoids are not necessarily the must avoids anymore. Now you might have Mm -hmm. to look and find some other heroes. It's just how it is. But yeah, I, I I don't want to jump too deep into it. So Don, what about you? You've had some success. So I want to know what's been working for you. What's not been working. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing is like, you've both listed the, the heroes uh, is, is a pretty big thing. Um, it's, it's so weird because, like I said, it's. I feel like this is actually a balanced meta. Okay, I will rephrase how I said it. I feel like the minions are balanced, but I think the heroes are very unbalanced. I think we're seeing a huge discrepancy in the heroes, but once you actually get into the game, the the minions and the tribes feel very balanced. So it's it's almost like we're in this like really weird like juxtaposition kind of meta and i i'm really thinking that is why it's feeling so difficult and so weird and off and why people are are struggling with it uh what am i doing to be successful i mean yeah as much as you can like i i buy the mega bundles so i have the the perks so i get four heroes so it's a little bit easier to start uh, the, you know, picking the good heroes because I have more hero choices. And uh, so I, I don't know on top of that, like <laughs> go to tier five and six as fast as you can is, is what the meta feels like it's doing right now. Honestly, like some, it, it feels really difficult to try to actually be successful with strategies, uh, where you stay on like tier one, tier two, or tier three for a while. Uh, it feels like the most successful is like, oh, just hurry up and get to five and six and buy all that stuff and then you win. I feel like I don't I feel like I don't make it there half the games. That's the tough part. Like if I play it slow and play a normal game and and as soon as there's an Omu in my game, I'm like okay i either have to i either have to employ a fast level strategy and try to get there only two turns after omu's six or or i have to just accept the fact that i'm probably just gonna have to settle for a top four or top three because almost unless omu severely misplays like it's gonna be tough it, it's like trying to race sonic the hedgehog like you're not gonna beat him yep. off of speed like you're gonna it's, have to same with Gala. You're going to have to find another way around it, which 
I think that is to say something is like, again, if these heroes that are available that are high tier and that have this good propensity to like ramp up at a certain tavern tier, do that. I mean, the fact that Maleficent yeah. Mana Storm is tavern is like, you know, tier two on HS replay. That can only be because mechs get kind of busted after like tavern tier four. Like you get to tavern tier five and you can start doing stuff with Baron Rivendare. You can start doing stuff in six with, um, um, I'm not even going to try to throw out the minions, but the, the, the three mechs. Yeah. Or is it just one you're thinking of? Well, if they're at foe, foe reaper who isn't really played with mechs, there's, Sneeds and Kangors. Yeah, like Sneeds. Or Sneeds of Five. Sneeds and Kangors are like the, the two big big yeah. things. So it's like just just playing to get there and then letting Hero Power kick in and knowing that you're going to win from there on is fine. Until you don't. I mean, she has a really bad first place rating. But it's like if you can get Omu, if you can get um, those, you know, Omu, Ragnaros then by all means, yeah, get those five, six tier minions on your board because you need to be able to hit people for a lot of damage and do it fast. You cannot, you can't rely on, oh, I'm just going to hit them for like five points of damage for a few minutes and then all of a sudden, you know, everybody gets whittled down. It's like, no, turn one, three points of damage. Turn two, either a tie or four points of damage. Turn three, like eight points of damage like you need to be trying to scale as fast as physically possible and yeah. i mean it's it's so challenging because i've seen some some images on hs replay like there's there's one that's it's absolutely ridiculous and i wish i could i could find it really quick but but ultimately it was a board that had a golden, um, the tier one, dra- uh, uh, t- um, one star dragon spawn lieutenant. He had a golden dragon spawn lieutenant, an extra dragon spawn lieutenant on his board, and Bob's Tavern had three more dragon spawn lieutenants. <laughs> and it was like, is like, is it bait? Yes. Am I going to do it for the memes? Absolutely, a hundred percent every time. It's like you you don't have that much choice, that much variation. It's like take what's given to you. I would almost say don't even waste your time re-rolling. Just just take what's there, put as much as you can on your board as fast as possible, get to tavern tier five, and then hope that what's on your board is enough to win the game. Because at one of those turns you probably got hit for thirty points of damage and died anyway, so it won't matter. I, I always die to getting whittled. I don't know. That's... I mean, I have died from, like, 26 health to a 29 damage. But, like, at that point, I was expecting it. Because I know I knew it was, like, past turn... Thir- it was, like, past turn 12. So anything goes at that point. But, yeah. I don't know. I think I, think I just have to employ that strategy, which you said. Because that's what was working for me before was just at buying stuff that worked and once you hit five then you can form a better plan and like try to go for some late game comps everything else before then is 
is just the best you can throw out and hope you do well. Yeah, I mean, you remember when we had like the Sourlisk meta? And it's like those were all early game strategies. And, and I feel like we've shifted to just, yeah, you just find what you can and boost up super fast. And then it's all late game stuff now. And it's also like the late game stuff also scales really well. So it that's why I feel like we are getting to those points where whoever just levels the fastest and finds some stuff and gets to those death rattles or whatever, like Jay was mentioning earlier. Then all of a sudden, yeah, you're getting hit for 20, 25, 30, 30 plus damage because somebody just sped up and took advantage of some of the heroes. Omu, you know, found found early minions from Galakrond. And it's like, well, not much you can do about that because of those. Definitely. All right, well... I want to hear everybody else's opinions. So if you have thoughts, let us know. You can do so uh, again in our Discord. There'll be a link in the show notes to join there. Um, also, you can let us know via Twitter at uh, Bob's Tavern HS. And if you want to yell at us personally, just don't. But I mean, if you want to tell us, like, hey, you feel our pain, I guess you can reach out to us personally. I'm over. Uh, at KJY Miller on Twitter. Uh, what about y'all? Where can people get in touch with y'all? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. And streaming six days a week starting at 9 a.m. Mountain Time uh, every day but Mondays over at Dragon Rider or at twitch.tv slash Dragon Rider DK. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Fish, D O C T O R F E S H. And you can also find me on Twitch at that same address, twitch.tv slash Dr. Fish. All right. Well, folks, I'm going to let Dr. Fish, uh, a.k.a. Dave, cheer us out of here because I've got to get ready for a birthday party. That's right. Next week is Bob's Tavern Cast's one-year anniversary. Hopefully, it'll be a fun show, but there's going to be some planning involved to make it that way. That is if Blizzard doesn't give us another patch that we're going to have to spend an hour and a half talking about. But that tends to be... Dave, get us out of here. All right, the bar is closed. Finish your drinks, put your chairs back where they belong, and get out. <laughs> <laughs>